0: Norman Wonthagge, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair.
1: And it's a happy Saturday morning to you, one and all, in Gippsland, wherever you may be. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthagge. With free click and collect uh, all day long on computers and electrical. Always mess that one up. Brad Sinclair, Ian Doherty here, your host for the next 60 minutes. Great to have your company. Brad Sinclair is with me as he usually is on a Saturday morning. Zinkers, welcome to you.
2: Good to have you back, Wiz. Uh, how'd the engagement go last weekend?
1: Well, everybody survived, I think. it's uh, Yeah, it was nice to see a little girl get engaged, and I think only 19 COVID cases, so...
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> 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 oh, gee, Melbourne's a great place, isn't it?
2: Only 40,000 in Australia at the moment,
1: Wiz, they're telling me. Oh, well, we don't hear
2: about it. We used to hear about it when there was three.
1: Oh, well, Channel 7 News to tell you that when there was one, so... <laughs> yeah, no, but look, it went well. Everybody was happy, and all the shoes matched there. The hair and the bags, and uh, the okay, girls were all happy. Did so. yeah,
2: your shoes match your bag?
1: No, but the beer was nice and cold. So, uh, <laughs> when did they get married? Not till November next
2: year. Okay, long engagement? Wish, yeah. mi- wish mine was. My marriage didn't last that long. The engagement lasted longer. Which one? Yeah, number one. The only one. I didn't go again. I didn't go again. I learnt the first time.
1: Very good. So it seems ages since I've seen you, mate. But we're back here again this week for Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one, thank you. And plenty going on in sport, Brad. Let's firstly... (sighs) Uh, talk about uh, what we saw in the AFL on Thursday night. The
2: AFL now has a new best team in the competition, the Mighty Cats. Wow, well, your cats, i tell you what, I'll be very happy if those two play in the grand final. It was absolutely on-the-edge seat stuff, and I know it was 28 points in the end. But it really wasn't 28 points until the last six minutes.
1: Yeah, but they got a few in red time, didn't they? Yes. In junk time. So, and it wasn't pretty football either.
2: Oh, it was great stuff, though. It was really good. I I really love the way Geelong are playing. And Chris Scott said right at the start of the year, we're going to play different. They use the corridor, they really take that game on. Cameron gets up high now. He wasn't fit last year. He gets up high. They use him up high. He wheels quickly, gets it in, and then all of a sudden... If Hawkins doesn't mark it, notice his little pats along the ground or toe Yeah, broke. they move it forward at any chance. Yeah. And so
1: what I saw with the demons also was that there's a lot of players sort of not taking the first option under pressure every time. You wonder whether they might have been gargling their own bathwater of recent times. Yeah. So yeah. they've lost four out of their last five games.
2: They're not the same side. You you go through the last month of last year going into the finals. Mm. They were unbeatable. They were playing a brand of footy, gone kick six and a prelim or whatever it was. Yeah. They were unbeatable. Yeah, true, true that. So, and
1: um, then we transfer from Thursday night footy to Friday night footy. And for those of you who run out of sleeping tablets last night, you just had to tune in and watch a couple of quarters of that, didn't you?
2: Well, I'll tell you what, I got lucky because I'll, I'll give a bit of a review later, is, I. I went and watched Elvis you the got movie. Lucky. Oh, right. I went and watched I did get lucky <laughs> by watching the movie. Right. I sat in gold class and watched Elvis the movie and got home and it was half time looked at the scores and didn't even bother. I went to bed. So I was I asleep could just by
1: 9:30. Trumped up in gold class. There you boy, get oh. me some grapes. You, you would well, have. Got to tell you. What?
2: Two sliders, little slider burgers yeah. and a bowl of chips for hers indoors. Yeah. She wanted a bowl of chips. Yeah. so I get her a bowl of chips. I have a glass of drink. She has a, a thick shake. $85 whiskey. Yeah, they don't miss you. There were six chips in the bowl. Yeah, no, they don't, they don't miss you, that's oh, for sure. And a I don't lemon meringue tart.
1: The too. other thing is you go to Gold Class, I did it years ago, they say, look, just keep. I want to stub you every three minutes and then yeah. um, when well, I get a bit dizzy every five minutes after <laughs> yeah. that. So all that happens is you miss half the movie because you're back and forth to the gents. I,
2: the the gold, I would never watch a movie any other way. I think I went to Gold Class about seven or eight years ago, and I've never gone back to the cinema. I just do the gone We're going to get your
1: movie review a little later on, Brad, but uh, I think I'd rather watch footy than... A movie, but that's just me. Oh, me too. Yeah,
2: but not Sydney Bulldogs. So you got like. to speak to Peter Hudson last week. Oh. Why you keep all the good interviews for when yeah. I'm not around? Well, the timing was poor for you because we had him on because he was doing a function out at Stony Creek that night. Yeah, and I went to that function afterwards. Now we had some hiccups, technical hiccups during the interview, and I get to the, I get to Stony Creek Football Ground, straight from Trafalgar up over the mountains, and I was flying to get there in the Hilux in the Hilux yeah and uh got there and Peter Hudson come over and he said I'm so sorry about that interview today he goes it was so hard for me to do it was cutting out and there was a delay and I said Peter it wasn't your fault it was just a technical hitch yeah thanks very much for the interview you know what he said how about you and I sit down come around to my house sit down do a podcast <laughs> And I said, Pete, are Pete, you serious? I'm going to over. You so need to reconsider that, Pete. Don't have Brad round your house. You'll <laughs> never get rid of him. <laughs> so we're going to do it. Oh, very good. And But I must say, I sat, and we're going to have him on the show uh, later on in the year. I sat at that function uh, with the president of the Stony Creek Racing Club, Mick Darmanon. Uh, what a unique setup they've got out there. A magnificent guy. He's really heavily involved with the footy club and he's the president of the racing club. Mm-hmm. It works, it's a unique setup. The way they raise money for their footy club by working for the racing club, I love it. So we'll have him on in a few weeks. Uh, it's, it's a really unique setup. I cannot speak highly enough of uh, that function last week. Dan Eddy, the author of A Football Genius, The Peter Hudson Story. He compared it with Peter and Paul Hudson. It was hilarious. I never thought Peter Hudson was so funny, and same with Paul. They were very, very funny. What about
1: our mate Dan Eddy? Is he funny?
2: Oh, he has his moments. He's he, he's <laughs> he's pretty straight shooter, old Dan, and he's but he, he's. I'll tell you what. He's, and I know I might be a little bit biased. He's the best interviewer. He is the best interviewer. And Peter Hudson said the same thing. Mm. He makes you feel at ease. And reading his books, you feel like you're there, Uh, whatever book it is, and and you feel like you're there in the moment. And it was a terrific night in the Stony Creek Footy Club, mate. roast dinner and a big dessert that was brilliantly put on, Mm. full house, and uh, thanks to the Stony Creek uh, Footy Club. Out there it was uh, Mark LePage, uh, the president. He also spoke and spoke very well. But Paul and Peter Hudson, that's a comedy act. If, if any footy clubs are out there thinking about it, get in touch with us. I'll put you in contact with them. and. Get Peter and Paul, oh, I shouldn't say that. Peter and Paul might want to be doing them, but well, um, they could do get it was on the a comedy circuit night. under
1: the father son rule. Yes, right. it,
2: it, was a, it was a very funny night. And Dan was uh, Dan, oh, he was brilliant, he competed brilliantly, and he played at Stony Creek just quietly. Dan Eddy, he's a Stony Creek junior, yeah.
1: No, and uh, those who don't know what we're talking about, Dan, of course, has written many books oh. f- with the uh, footy as the central theme. Uh, Norm Smith medalist book. Uh, there's one on uh, King Richard, um, Dick my, Reynolds. My favourite Larrickins and Legends. Larrickins Legends. Peter Crimmins. and of course his yep. most recent addition is uh, a football genius, yep. Peter Hudson. So they're on the uh, they're on the road promoting that one at the moment. Now, sadly, Dad did, uh, Dan did post another. A uh, piece of sad news mm. this morning on social media, Brad, and that is a friend of his uh, through his contacts there and uh, subject of one of his books on the Norm Smith medalist. But the sad passing overnight of Paul Dear, Hawthorne Premiership player. Yeah,
2: 123 games with the Hawks between 87 and 96, won the 91. Norm Smith played 22 games with Churchill. He was there when I was there. At Churchill on the Latrobe Valley no, did the back there. then.
1: It was senior footy. He was playing senior footy at 16 or 17 there Yeah, too. he was a
2: big boy back then.
1: Yeah, um, one of those man-child, like yeah. man's body. Yeah,
2: yeah. Greg Slawboy. was already at Hawthorne and there was Jim, Laurie and Paul. Mm-hmm. So age-wise it's Jim, then Greg, then Laurie, then Paul. And um, Jim, Laurie and Paul. Jim was a ruckman, Laurie Deer was a brilliant centre-half back. And Paul dear just gone to Hawthorne but continued to go down the club yeah. uh, and socialise. He was a real social sort of yeah. guy. He was a great guy, got, and it's sad. sad yeah, news. it is.
1: It's sad. so uh, pancreatic cancer. Unfortunately, diagnosis sometime last year, and uh, unfortunately, the dreaded. Uh See, has taken another good one from us in Paul Deer. So our sympathies go out to the entire Deer family. It's um, mm-hmm. uh, a, a very sad time.
2: They were a very, very close family. They had the farm out of Jiralang just out of Churchill. Yep, It's not far from here, really. Not far from me, really. No, it's no. not. And uh, they had the farm out there, and you're always welcome out there and... Uh, the father's name was Jim Senior, so he was, there was, and and I've always said this, and I still say it, Jim Deere I rove to at Churchill, and then in the representative Latrobe Valley site, mm-hmm. Jim Deere was the best ruckman I ever rove to. He was a man, mountain, absolute yeah. big, he was a monster. But everybody looks big to he you does. and I. Well, he, Let's face he, it. well, you can imagine when you're lining up with him beside him, it was quite funny. You're yeah. the first person I've worked
1: with on radio that's shorter than me. Am I? Yeah, it's nice being the tallest person in this oh, team.
2: It's, I'm the, you know what the sad thing is? Oh, well, not the sad thing, good thing for me. I'm the tallest in my family. <laughs> so They're obviously all dwarfs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Now, Brad, we've got plenty to get on with today, Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy. We will be talking after the break with uh, Rhett McLennan, the uh, Gippsland Power head coach. Uh, which should be good. Now, the other thing is we've got a new segment uh, that we're uh, going to be running with uh, from now the rest of the year. You're welcome to send us a text. The number is 0423 124 33... Oh, sorry, 0426. I've got it now. 0426 307 289. So there we go. I hope you write that one down correctly. Thankfully, Brad did. Now, a new segment's called A Little Birdie Told Me. Mm, I like this, and it's uh, basically if you hear a little story around the traps. we we'll just text it through, and we'll run it through the legal department to make sure that it's uh, not dangerous to put to air. And then we might uh, we'll run with it in the segment a little later in this show. So that's a little birdie told me, and the number is oh four two six three oh seven two eight nine. And, and we'll if you want to that.
2: stretch the truth, feel free. Use a journalistic licence. Go for it. I know Nick Gooden from the Warrigal Industrials Football Club will do it. So get on that text and give us some rumours. And the person that's been texting this through
1: every week, I'm not reading out the story about Brad and the hamster and the plastic <coughs> tube. That's not appropriate for family listening times. Not appropriate, but true. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think that's something you want to own up to, Brad. But uh, there you go. We also have a preview today uh, for this afternoon's match of the day. Mm. And we're here at Yarrigan Football Club for this afternoon's big one. And it's sixth up against eighth, Lang Lang against Yarrigan. Uh, the Panthers, the home team, this afternoon looking to keep their season alive. And Lang Lang just in touch with the final five. They would uh, need a win this afternoon as well. So plenty to play for in the match of the day. We need to get a break, Bradley, uh, but when we come back, we'll be speaking with the Gippsland Power Coach and plenty, plenty more here on Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggie. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: Harvey Norman Wonthaggie, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair.
1: Welcome back. It's great to have your company here Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one thaggy, Ian and Brad with you through until midday. And uh, our next guest is a good one. We've been watching the fortunes of the Gippsland Power for some time now. Uh, I think we referred to them as the unbeaten Gippsland Power.
2: That's certainly well. right. Uh,
1: but they, and they are still Gippsland Power undefeated. The head coach, Rhett McLennan, joins us on the line. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland, Rhett. And Brad, how are you going, guys? Yeah, very well, mate. Thanks for giving up your time on a Saturday morning. Uh, no point in asking how things are going down at Gippsland Power. You can't uh, argue <laughs> with um, being undefeated at this point in the season.
3: Yeah, things are going OK at this stage. Uh, it's not uh, not the end of the season yet, but uh, we're really happy with the way the boys have started and and the depth is being tested now in the middle of Nationals program and, and younger guys and guys in the uh, and the end of their list are getting an opportunity and they're going really well, so yeah, we're really pleased with the way things are travelling at the moment
2: Now just before we get on about uh, the Gippie Boys, I'd like to talk to a little bit about your history and what a lot of people might know, I mean a lot of these guys come in and coach NAB Cup teams and they really don't know their playing history now, Rhett, you were on the Brisbane and Carlton's list in uh, pretty good times I might say, two and three Premiership playing, you played at Lean Gather, you Pretty handy yourself,
3: Rhett. <laughs> oh, jack of all trades, master and none, I'd probably call myself as a footballer. <laughs> no, I love my footy and, um, yeah, I've just been obsessed with the game since I was a young fella and been lucky enough to play with and against a lot of good footballers and now I get to coach some really good footballers too. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a fun ride and it's a great game, as we all know. So how did that transition
1: come about, Rhett? From player into uh, uh, coach,
3: Queensland Power. Yeah. Well, so I've always had a, a real itch to to coach ever since I was quite young. So um, 20, uh, twenty so two thousand and two, um, I went back and tried my hand at VFL at Port Melbourne, and and then went back to Lane Gather after that. And um, two thousand and three, I really said to the guys at Lane I'm keen to start coaching and they said I'll take it into consideration and uh, they said oh listen we've already got a coach and assistant coach so I went Oh, well it's it's no good and it was probably a fair enough call because they got Andrew Dunkley and Paul Hudson that year so (laughs) it was probably (laughs) fair enough that they didn't give me a job so then I went off and um, started coaching at uh, playing assistant coach for the next 13 years at uh, Chelsea Donvale and the Eastern Football League and um, and then back at Lane Gapper so then when the opportunity came to to coach the boys, uh, or being assistant coach here at Gippsland Power, I jumped at it, and uh, yeah, so things and circumstances have sort of led me to to now be the head coach, and my fourth year now, which is a great fun.
2: Pretty long apprenticeship, then uh, that's why I asked that question. A lot of people don't realise uh, people's backgrounds before they get into this role, and I know within the NAB Cup and the old TAC Cup system, ret that. Winning isn't about everything. And whilst you're sitting on top undefeated, um, I think more so it's about development of kids. And a lot of people will say that. Well, you've certainly done that. And I I see the Herald Sun recently released their top 75 draft prospects across the country, not the state, the country, ahead of this year's draft. And your guys, the Gippsland boys, have six. That is an incredible stat.
3: Yeah. um, (laughs) Although... it, it. the, the statistics and don't necessarily equate to what gets called out in draft night, which we are at pains to tell our boys. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a good, just reward for our boys and the hard work that they've put in. And the were style you, of football you, that they're playing um, is nothing. Were, were you up. dirty
1: that more of them didn't get named in that group, Red? Then it's just the six? <laughs> I mean, six is a lot, but uh, were you, were you, did you think maybe a few
3: more of them could have been named? I think every NAB League coach is a bit dirty. They don't have more in there. They probably want 15 in each club. So, but yeah. no, six is pretty cool. But, yeah, we definitely think that we've got about 10 or 12 that are good enough. They just need to impress the right people at the right time. It's such, such a lottery. And at not time. only
2: not only you coach the boys, Rhett, it's amazing. You're coaching the girls' side as well. And they've got a pretty handy one running around at the moment in Yasma Dersma and, obviously, the sister of Xavier. <laughs> Was picked up by Port Adelaide in last month's AFLW draft with pick forty-five. That must be not only for her and her family, but for you as a coach. It must be very exciting.
3: Yeah, super exciting um, for a, for a number of different reasons. It's uh, it's exciting that um, we've got someone who was a genuinely talented sportsman, a uh, sports person um, in Yaz who is a really good basketballer, a really good netballer, and obviously footy in the blood and in the family and decided to give it a go and just really, really enjoyed it. Um, so I remember when I first started coaching her, asking her, the, what's the difference between, you know, footy, netball and basketball? She said, footy's just so much fun. And so with that enjoyment came hard work and with that hard work's come the reward now. And uh, yeah, we was just so, so wrapped for Yaz to, to get the opportunity and to do it with a brother. It's got, it's got such a great amount of poetry to it. So, yeah, it's really fun.
2: Certainly has, and also the Currumburra youngster went on over to Bass Coast Breakers and played locally there. Grace Master was also selected by North Melbourne with pick fifty-one. So again, another one uh, we're going to be watching from August this year, and I look forward to that. too.
3: tell us a little bit about her background. Matza, sorry, yeah. So Grace, yeah, Grace, like ninety-five percent of all footballers we get in our area, are basketball background. Um, so really talented basketballer, um, tall. Her work ethic is just probably the best, the best I've ever seen in the time at the club, boy or girl. Um, always an hour to an hour and a half early for training, just working on fundamental skills and the technical aspect of her kicking. Just improved out of sight in the time that we got here, and and her ruck technique is just is really really good, really advanced. So. We just wrapped that she got the opportunity because the amount of time that she's put into her craft to get better as a footballer is, there wouldn't be too many footballers in the country that work as hard as what Stretch has and uh, she gets her opportunity and we couldn't be prouder and happier for her.
2: You're in a better position than most to uh, make comment on the girls game and the female game and how it's really progressed and now I love to see that uh, they basically can become full time as well have you really noticed the progression in the last 12 to 24 months in the women's game?
3: Yeah there has I mean as we'll probably see it more in, in some of the heavily populated areas so some of the metropolitan uh, teams that we play against, Dandenong, Eastern, um, Oakley, the footballers and the, and the depth and quality of football that they're getting is is really really impressive um and then we're seeing that filter out to the country areas as well you know that netball still has a really strong stranglehold which is great because it's part of the fabric of our local communities but uh we are seeing more girls actually having a crack at it and um with the more players that we're seeing uh we're seeing a better quality of standard football locally and at nab league level which is really exciting
2: and in the boys program you've got a couple of sons of or relations obviously Max Noble from Mafra, he's uh, Trent's son, I believe, and Cooper Vickery, how is he's out of Bansdale or he's from Bansdale. How's he related? So
3: Cooper Vickery is Darren Vickery's son, um, who is a, a Bush footy legend. I actually played against his dad when he played footy in Queensland, kicked a couple of bags of a hundred goals for Morningside and McQuaffle and then was a local East Gippsland legend as well. Um but, yeah, he's going fantastically well. Um, originally from Orbos, living in Bairnsdale. Um, he has to travel extraordinary distances to, to train, and the output of what Cooper's actually providing at the moment as a, as a running defender um, is really special, and that has got all 18 clubs very excited about his progress.
2: I spoke to your assistant coach on the phone just recently, Alan Chan, and he told me a lot about the Druin boy, Jacob Constantine. I get his name wrong and it's very hard to say, but he was a big fan of his.
3: Yeah, so his game last week against the Allies was really impressive, very exciting, Um, electric dancing feet, um, good goal sense. And the thing that really sets Jacob apart from a lot of other small forwards is his want and willingness to to put pressure on. So he'd like, he likes to tackle just as much as he likes a goal. And for any AFL club, they love those small forwards like that. So whoever gets an opportunity to, to grab him, I'm sure he'll end up becoming a little bit of a cult, cult figure at their AFL club.
1: Hey, red time uh, has escaped us. Unfortunately, mate, we really appreciate you giving us your time on a Saturday morning. And it just feels a little bit weird when we talk to a coach who sounds so happy and giving Clearly haven't faced any defeats so far this season. And good on you too, mate. It's a great thing that you're doing, uh, particularly for the region of developing that uh, elite talent in the region. So uh, well done. Keep up the good work and thanks for your time this morning, mate.
3: Good on you, and Brad. Thanks for the support, guys. And good luck with the rest of the show.
1: Thanks, mate. That's Thanks. Uh, Rhett McLennan, the head coach of Gippsland Power, a uh, fantastic junior program, and they're going very nicely. We need to get to the newsroom for a quick update, Bradley, but just before we go, a reminder, 0426 for a little segment we've got coming up later on, A Little Birdie Told Me, then I bring in 0426 Text through any little rumours or stories you might have going around the Gippsland sporting scene, and um, We'll uh, get it across. All right, time to go to the newsroom. We'll be back with more uh, Saturdays in Gippsland right after this.
0: Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair.
1: Great to have your company Saturdays in Gippsland. And we're live at Yarrigan Football Club. And later on today, the SEN track match of the day. will be Yarrigan hosting Lang Lang, the Panthers and the Tigers. So it should be an absolute beauty there. Hey, it's time for, um, before we go any further, Brad Sinclair went to gold class last night, and that noise you heard before sounds a little bit like a footy siren. I'm not so sure. He had a couple of sliders, and I'm paying the price for it in here today. But you <laughs> did see Elvis the movie last night, and I want to know all about it, Brad.
2: I'll tell you what. Uh, for the uh, sake of sounding like Molly Meldrum, do yourself a favour and get out and see this movie, but see it in Gold Class, but eat before you go, right? unless you're a millionaire and you want to take out a home loan to eat at uh, Gold Class, but what a movie, and it's got an amazing Australian feel because it's Baz Luhrmann directed, who's Australian the father, Elvis's father, Vernon Presley, is played by Uh, None other than Richard Roxburgh. Now, great Australian actor and a very funny man. Very witty actor. I love him and loved his work over time. Priscilla is played by Olivia de Jong, Australian. Yeah. And David Wenham plays Hank Snow in the movie. So it's got a strong... Aussie feels. Aussie, Aussie part of it filmed in Australia as well? Did I well, hear that somewhere or not? My the better half of mine, who's indoors, she believes that it was. But most of it I looked at was in Las Vegas. Uh, mm. There's a lot of it done in Las Vegas.
1: Yeah,
2: okay. So I don't know about uh, what she was thinking. The Gold Coast Gold was Coast. a fair whack. They, yeah. they, they did. Uh, well, there you go, the Gold Coast. So that is an Australian Iowa I owe her a, uh, an apology because I laughed at her when she said that. But well, we, the,
1: do, we know she doesn't live, uh, listen to the show. But just in case she's
2: Marlene, Brad, apologise. Yes, it's never happened before. <laughs> hey, Elvis is played by Austin Butler. Yeah, and at the start, I looked at it and I thought, oh, you know, I'm, I don't know why I was thinking it. You just don't look like Elvis. As the movie went on, the Transformation yeah. was uncanny. Looked
1: more like him. Yeah. Yep. I yeah.
2: just and he was absolutely brilliant. My better half fell in love with him, and uh, so which was handy because it got me off the hook for the night. But um, it is a very good movie. It's it's sad. It's very sad because of what happened to him, Colonel Tom Parker, played by Tom Hanks. Well, he fell when,
1: uh, He died on the toilet, mate. Oh no! But it's sad of what. Did what they I'll, show that scene where he dies on the? No, toilet? Th- he
2: dies at the end, obviously. Wait, but you go to the gold class. It, and wait yeah. all night for him to die on the toilet. They don't show it. No, not on the toilet. There was a. I tell you, there's a couple of things. Number one, Colonel Tom Parker absolutely ripped him off. Yeah, no doubt about yeah. it. Number two. They depicted in the movie that there was a very strange relationship between Elvis Presley and his mother. And I'm saying borderline, very strange (laughs) relationship. I don't know why they depicted it. I'd never heard it before, but that's what they depicted. We'll have to do a bit of research there. Uh, But a very good movie. I don't want to give away too much, but uh, I... There's been so many movies about Elvis, but I didn't know the reasoning why he played at Las Vegas for six years and didn't travel the world, but that story comes out in the movie. Okay. So I won't give that away, but... Get out and see. Well, do yourself a uh, favour. Well, Wiz. I
1: wouldn't mind, but I, I must admit I'm, I'm busy at the moment. I've got to rearrange my belly button <laughs> lint collection back into chronological order. So, not i have got it. to prioritise these sort of things. What about
2: what about Mrs. Wiz? She might want to go. She's she's a bit of a fan of Elvis, no, actually. Oh, there you go do um, yourself so a favour, Wiz.
1: Might have to take her down there for a sticky. Break. Four out of five. Four stars from Brett Sinclair. <laughs> so, what's your symbol for the stick? Can't have star because that's already taken. So. Oh. You do like a slider. Four Sharon's. What about four sliders? Four sliders.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but as I say, they they, uh, take out alone if you want to eat there. Eight chips in the bowl, and that wasn't real good. Yeah, well,
1: you need an air fryer and some
2: frozen stuff from Aldi, and you can watch it at home sooner or later. Just in case who's indoors is listening. Yeah. She snuck in a block of chocolate. Now, I think that's not right. That's you shouldn't be doing that. No, that's bad, No, No, snuck in a block of ch- Cadbury's. And I said, what are you eating? She said, a block of Cadbury. And I said, I didn't see you get that on the way. And she said, I brought it with me.
1: Yeah. Not good. Not well, good Well, that form. you don't
2: stick it down
1: the back of your pants either, no. just in case it melts a bit. Oh, that's... God, please. <laughs> anyway, hey, this is time for our little segment, A Little Birdie Told Me. And... There it is. We've got a little stinger for it at all, That's Brad. not a little birdie. That's a big birdie. Well, it, uh, the size size is important, they tell me, when it comes to the little birdies. So this is where we get your rumours and stories going around the area. Now, we've been asking for people to send some through, and I've got one already. Now, I won't mention the name of this person. So we're aware already, Brad, that... Uh, there were two clubs in the West Gippsland competition are pretty keen to join the Ellenbank competition next year. Yeah. So I can confirm that one of them has decided they don't want to. Oh. Right? Uh, and that might be the one down by the Surf Beach. Really? Yeah. But the other one... Oh, I know the other one's a
2: definite one. ...that me.
1: wears a similar uniform to that of the GWS Giants. <laughs> I can't say too much. But they are good to go ramping up those conversations and could be... Well, joining the uh, Ellenbank football netball competition next year. And there's one other in Morwell that there has been some sound about. Morwell East Footy Club. The Hawks are interested as well. So that's an interesting little birdie, told me. Well. See so what we did there? Oh. See how it works. So if you send us in the little uh, rumour, that you a little story you've heard around about the place on 0426 124337, We'll run it past our solicitors and make sure it's not completely libelous. Well, if it's not, we'll put it to where. Now, you had one as well, didn't
2: oh, you? Oh, oh, it's not mine, but it's come through on the text. Yeah. And it's anonymous.
1: Right. They're not
2: saying who it is, but anyway. But yeah, it's, and you're allowed to be anonymous? That's yes, okay? Yes, that's fine. I don't think it's a real rumour. It's become factual over the last 48 hours. Right. Um, that the Narnar Goon senior coach, Luke Young, uh, will be... Uh, out of a job by the end of the year he's got him in the top four area yeah uh, and he was told during the week All uh, well,
1: reports a very good operator too very good
2: operator he's got him into a very good position right now win-loss ratio and they are saying they have said that they want a more high profile coach that can bring players with them and they've given him his marching orders to his credit he's Said that I'll continue on and coach the year out, which would be very so, difficult. So, is so a marching orders or they're
1: just not going to extend his contract?
2: Well, it's the same, isn't it? What's well, the difference? Fundamentally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's uh, no, then definitely not going to extend the. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that a real crow? Automatic. No, Automatic. I thought <laughs> I that, thought was, that you. was a real <laughs> one. <laughs> hey, but I, I will say, um, it doesn't always work getting the more experienced coach, but the rumour is they've already got. Yeah, that's why they're doing it. No, 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 no. The club is saying they want this rumour that's come through on the text is saying they've already got someone. Ah. That's the rumour.
1: Right. There you go. Ah, okay. Okay. So there's a little birdie. That's a big birdie, telling me. And just for uh, just for the sake of the exercise, too, Mr Young, uh, they didn't want to renew his contract because he didn't have high enough profile. Well, we'll keep talking about him on
2: this show yeah, be high. and give
1: him some profile. Yeah. And Wouldn't it be funny to let him see out the year if they go on. he goes on and wins that oh, flag?
2: All credit to him that he's seeing the year out. Yeah, that, good on That'd him. be a tough gig now, knowing that the people that employed you don't want you and you're going to turn up every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and coach that club, I'd take my hat off to you, Luke Young. I reckon you've done... And it won't do your uh, chances any harm of getting an, a uh, more high-profile club to Yeah, coach.
1: Good, good for your gig. And I love the irony that we're talking about in giving him profile, which yep. is the one thing that his uh, club said he didn't have. But I'd say the club doesn't have something else that's uh, not mentionable on here. We've got any more, Brad? Any more Little Birdie told me?
2: Uh, little Birdie told me... That um, this game out here today, between six and eight at at Yarragan. There's that little birdie again. There it is. uh, Is that this is the ground for the grand final this year. Right. In uh, the Allenbank League. And a little birdie told me that the club that they're playing today out here aren't too none happy about it. Oh, is that right? They thought they might have got it. Oh, right. Yes, that's a little birdie told me. Yeah. (laughs) That's not tax, that's me. Ah,
1: right. So a little birdie has told me during the week that there's a club that's missed out on getting a grand final in a particular league in Gippsland somewhere. I won't mention them so they don't get them in strife. But the story goes they've got a fantastic venue and they've been overlooked, Um, right, for the big day. So they're shopping it round to other leagues. Yeah, venue.
2: yellow and black. Yeah, oh, maybe, really? maybe. Yeah. Mm. So, uh,
1: and why wouldn't you? If you've got a magnificent you? venue, arguably big as good as finals. any venue in the yep. region, and they've been ignored. Big money in finals.
2: Well, there is. It's important. At this footy way, club. they get eight to ten, eleven thousand people. Yeah, that's that's big money. That's do the figures. That's a big gate. Uh, it's a lot of hot dogs. Yep. It's a lot of sliders too, is
1: uh, So you're getting excited about that now. <laughs> and it's a great value proposition if you live in the area to come down to local footy and have a look too. Because unlike the AFL,
2: we don't charge 10 bucks for a beer. No. For a watered down thimble no. full of mid-strength beer. No, it's only 10 bucks to get into the footy too. I like that. I think this league do that very well. Yeah. Ten bucks. I know you don't pay. You've got a special pass. But may I get the and uh, stuff out of the sky? Right? Actually, I don't have
1: a special pass. I gave it to Hammers last week to get to the footy. I didn't get it back. It was supposed to give it to you. <laughs> That's another rumour. So if you've got any uh, for each week on the show, Saturdays in Gippsland, thanks to Harvey Norman. Thank you. If you've got a little rumour, send it through to us on A Little Birdie. Tell me. The number is 0426 124 We'll keep an eye. On our little uh, text machine for the rest of the afternoon, or this morning, if any of them come through and uh, they work out okay, we'll certainly get them to air. I think we're supposed to take a break round about now, Brad. So when we come back, we'll get to previewing this afternoon's match of the day, EDFL on SEN track. Uh, Should be an absolute beauty today uh, in conditions that look like they're improving all the time between Yarrigan and Lang Lang Football Club. So don't go anywhere, thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome
1: back. It's great to have your company here. Saturdays in Gippsland right through until midday. Thanks to Harvey, Norman, Juan, Thaggy. Computers and Electrical with free click and collect available right now. Bradley, it's time to preview this afternoon's big round 14 action in the EDFL this afternoon. Uh, and it's going to be an absolute beauty. Yarragon up against Lang Lang, the Tigers and the Panthers. It should be an absolute beauty. What do you see coming up? Uh,
2: It's going to be a beauty, all right, back in round three when these two teams played out at Lang Lang. It's very rare that the team that kicks the most goals loses, but that's what happened on that day on the 23rd of April when Yarrigan kicked 5-4-34, but went down by four points. Lang Lang, 4-14-38. So nine goals for the entire afternoon. It was a really... Well, actually, it wasn't a wet day. That was the day we called Nearham South and Nilmadarnam out at Nearham South. Yeah, so,
1: and we had 39 goals to four. So yes. We, we had 43 goals for the afternoon exactly, where we were.
2: Exactly right. But today, sixth plays eighth is really important because if Yarrigan... Lose today. That's it. You'd think it might make it a little season bit difficult yep. uh,
1: coming out of uh, round 14.
2: And Lang Lang sitting sixth. Allen Bank have the buy. Lang Lang wing today. They're 145%. Allen Bank are 163. So that's 18%. They can pick that up.
1: So they could just if jump with into big fifth win, spot. a win, they could jump into fifth spot. Certainly equal fifth with a win. Yeah. Which would be important to so them. So it
2: keeps their season alive. It makes it really hard because they've got the game... In, in hand in the in the way of a buy, yep. what will happen? Lang Lang still have that buy to come, so they need to win today yeah. to stay amongst it. So, uh, and I'm
1: looking at their list this afternoon for the Tigers, and I see Benny Barwick's in there again. Uh, Aaron Rose uh, we've well, we'll seen no, we play don't. a few times. We're not sure about Benny. No,
2: I mean. I've got some little marks there that I've got whispers that Benny Barwick won't play. Yeah, neither will Aaron Rose. Right, eh? So if they don't, they're a couple of big outs. And Liam Edker as well. They're the three, I've been told, that won't take their spot in the side today. Right. OK, so well, we'll
1: better, we've will we got a couple of hours to go around and have a sniff around at that after we finish up at t- midday today. Back yeah. on air from 2pm this afternoon. So just ask you then for Lang Lang, if they do drop this one this afternoon, is it going to be too hard for him to make the finals?
2: Oh, I don't think it'll be too hard. Um, but you don't want to start worrying about what's happening around you. And if they do drop that one today, I think they're going to get into that area that they will start. They do play Neil Medanham next week at home, which you would think they would win. And Allen Bank come off the bye of this week. And they're at home against Long Worry that... You know, Long Warrior are hot and cold, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's... it's Allen Bank are a little bit worrying. They've lost a couple of close ones now. The one mm. we caught a couple of weeks ago yeah. don't get any closer than that. I still rated, by the way. I think they've got plenty so of depth I. in that uh,
1: yeah. across uh, across the field. I think
2: puwong Wong are safe. I think they will play finals. And I don't reckon we would have said that five
1: weeks ago. Their last month has been terrific, the Pies, and the, they look in pretty good shape. They'd have to
2: really trip up now to miss out, so... So other games today, Long Warrior at home to Trafalgar, Catani at home to puwong Wong. Bullen Bullen at home to Niora. obviously this game here, the big SEN game, Yarrigan against Langlang, all thanks to our great fan, friends out at the Warrigal Downtowner, and Nilma Darnham are at home to the top undefeated side, Niram South and Allenbeck have the buy. So
1: I'm, I'm presumably uh, Niram South will remain undefeated by 5 o'clock this afternoon of course Nilma Darnham having a bit of a dirty year, but they'll turn up and have a crack at uh, every contest there Don't mind the look of uh, the long Warwick-Trafalgar game. Big job
2: in front of the Crows there at home to Trafalgar. Um, They were good last week, Trafalgar, because what I liked about them, Allen Bank headed them. They got on top. They were back uh, behind it early. They got in front, and it looked like... Allen Bank were just going to control the game and take it away yeah. and Traff fought back, and I really like that about a side. Yeah, well, they, uh, they've they got a big job in front of them, the
1: Crows. They need to win this one to stay in the race as well, you'd imagine. Otherwise, as you said, they'll be worrying about things around them and other goings-on uh, there. So plenty to get on with the afternoon. Got a well, there have oh, been a few texts coming yeah. in, and thanks for sending those through. We like them every Saturday morning, 0426 124337. And uh, you can have a chat to us live while we're doing the show. What do you got there,
2: Brad? Well, this uh, person has remained anonymous because you've obviously coached him. And he said, it's <laughs> great listening to Wiz's dulcet tones on the radio, a lot more than a spray while he was coaching at three-quarter time. <laughs> so
1: you used don't... to give one now oh, did you, Wiz?
2: Well, I don't know that I gave a lot of
1: sprays out because we were in a fantastic side at Hampton at the time, So, but we had a crack and... Uh, might have been imploring them to having a go occasion I don't think I gave him a spray but thanks for that whoever it is I don't I don't recognize the number I'll have to have a look at that one yeah, he's,
2: he's given you one there don't worry about that's <laughs> got another one in and it's uh, come in Wow well, this is another anonymous one put your house on it here we go put your house on it that Alan Bank will not play finals and Lang Lang will hmm okay anonymous Ellen Bank. Will, will play, will not play finals. And Lang Lang will, and Lang Lang will. So good, I don't. They haven't given me the top five, but I think what they're saying is it's going to be Neerim South, Trafalgar, Bullen Bullen, Poo Wong, and Lang Lang. Well, and good morning to Brewery if he's around. <laughs> <anywhere to laughs>
1: the president Lang Lang may have just sent that one through anonymously, but didn't. Uh, it's gone through to the keeper. I'm afraid. Gee, time's almost got away from us, Brad. It's been uh, an interesting hour. Great to be back here with you. It feels like ages since I've been working with you, been down in Melbourne for the uh, engagement party, etc., etc., but back here at local footy. If you're a loose end next or for this afternoon, uh, come down to the local footy here to Downton Park in Yarragon. It should be an absolute beauty today. Yarrigan playing host to the Tigers from the Lang Lang Footy Club in a must win battle this afternoon for both sides. But unfortunately, only one of those two will be coming out with the points. Round four to action. 14 action in the EDF football. Or EDF football. EDFL? That's, that's not coming out today. EDFL, <laughs> uh, thanks to the Warrigal downtowner. No doubt about that. It'll be live all afternoon from 2 o'clock here on SEN Track. That's it for Saturdays in Gippsland. We want to thank Harvey Norman, one thaggy. Your local store for computers, intellectual and free click and collect is available right now. That's it for Saturdays at Gippsland for this week. We'll talk to you again next Saturday morning and we'll talk to you again at 2 o'clock this afternoon.
3: Bye for now.